Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Law Chat with John and Amy. I'm John Julian. And I'm Amy Pliafico. This week's question is, what is a motion for relief in a Chapter 13 bankruptcy? When you file a Chapter 13 bankruptcy, as hopefully most of you will remember, an automatic stay goes into effect immediately upon the filing of your case. The automatic stay prevents creditors from taking any action against you or your assets while you're in the bankruptcy. If a creditor wants to take action, they need to file a motion for relief from the automatic stay with the bankruptcy court. An illustration I'll give will hopefully demonstrate the point. If we have a debtor who's paying 2,000 a month um, on a mortgage, and let's say the debtor is behind $24,000 when the debtor files the chapter 13, the debtor needs to continue to pay directly to the mortgage company the $2,000 a month going forward. And the debtor is also gonna make a payment to the chapter 13 trustee each month, which will go towards curing that $24,000 of arrears. So the debtor needs to make the mortgage payment and if the debtor has car payments, the debtor is going to need to make car payments directly to the car lender. The problem comes about if the debtor does not make the um, post bankruptcy mortgage payments or car payments because the creditor is going to file with the court a motion for relief from the automatic stay because the debtor isn't complying with the requirements of making the post-bankruptcy payments directly to them. So in some cases, this isn't an issue. Maybe you originally wanted to let that property go. For example, you um, owned three cars, but you only need two of them. Um, then you're fine with them having the automatic stay um, removed and they're able to repossess the car and you'll deal with any deficiency owed to them as part of your chapter 13 bankruptcy. The problem comes about when you want to keep the property. For example, this is your only car and it's how you get to work every month and you're now three months behind because some unexpected expense came up. So when the motion for relief gets filed, you'll need to contact your attorney right away because there's a short time period for them to respond and file an opposition to the motion. And if you don't respond, then the automatic stay, the motion to remove the automatic stay is automatically granted and they'll be able to repossess the car. Um, so what happens is after your attorney files an opposition, it will be scheduled for a hearing. The hope is that prior to that hearing, you'll be able to talk to your attorney and your attorney will be able to negotiate with the attorney for the secured lender. And typically your attorney will need to know when can you make a payment like right away and how long you need to get caught up. So say you were out of work for a little bit of time, you're three months behind on your car payment, but you were able to get caught up um, and you have the money, um, you think, to, to get caught up in the next three months. So over the next three months, you can make double payments. Your attorney will negotiate a stipulation with the other attorney, hopefully everyone agrees to it, and then you'll submit it to the judge for his or her approval um, and you won't even need a hearing. If there is a hearing though, on a hearing for a motion for relief, the debtors don't go typically, it's just the attorneys that do go. If the creditor is granted um, relief from the automatic stay, the creditor is now allowed to begin um, action almost as if you weren't in the bankruptcy any longer, whether that means um, seeking to pursue a foreclosure if it was a mortgage company or seeking to repossess a car if it was a, a car lender. So 
um, it's critical to try to avoid the creditor from getting relief from the automatic stay. And I think that's a good place to stop for today. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to chatting with you again next time. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email us at info at yulianlaw.com. Remember that Law Chats with John and Amy is intended as a general reference and considered general advertising, and listeners should check for changes to any applicable laws and consult with an attorney on any legal issue. The information provided does not constitute legal advice and any thoughts or commentary by the podcasting lawyers is provided as a service of the community and does not constitute solicitation of legal advice. The lawyers in the law firm of Yulian Associates PC make no warranties and disclaim all liabilities for damages resulting from its use. Nothing provided in the podcast should be considered a substitute for advice from counsel. No attorney-client relationship is formed by listening or participating in this podcast, and in the event that the podcast receives emails about the subject matter, no attorney-client relationship is created via the email communication.